Castle. And that's kind of like the theme today is about love and um, joy. But Christian, did you want to pray for folks or do you want to wait or what, how do you want to do this? It's, it's you, whatever okay. you want. I can All right, pray. So I'm just going to, I'm going to pray and then you can pray later. So for people. All right, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time, Father. Thank you that we're here as hungry vessels, Father. And just use us, Father. Equip us for this time. Let us be your disciples, Father. Let us be fishers of men, Father. We want to know your heart, Father. We want to know you, Father. We want to know your nature. So use us, Father. Use this team here. Use these people, Father. We just hunger for your word, Father. Just use us mightily. Let us walk in boldness and confidence, Father. And just... Let the, let the word just, you know, come alive, Father. Let it pop from the pages, Father. Let it just pierce through us, Father. And your word is good, Father, and you're a good, good Father. And we just want you, we reverence you so, so much, and we love you, Father, for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Awesome. amen. So I'm going to be teaching today on love and joy. And so I just wanted to share a little bit of background. So as you guys know, I've been you know, going through a transition. My son moved out, he got married and my husband works nights and my, um, my daughter, you know, hangs out with her friends. So I found myself alone a lot. I wasn't lonely, but I was alone. And, um, and I did like a little bit of sadness began to creep in. And I was like, I knew enough to have a disciplined mind. And I knew like, okay, I'm not going to let that entertain i'm not gonna entertain that you know like sorrow sadness so i knew to go to the word so i started like going to the word but then i felt like well i know joy's inside me right because i know it's a fruit of the spirit and i know it's in me i'm equipped but i you know how does that work so i don't know too much about joy so what i started doing is kind of studying joy the last two weeks but what i found was in order to have joy you have to have love because love is the foundation. It's the basis. It's like the number one fruit of the spirit. So I was like, so if I want to tap into joy, I have to walk in love. And then another thing that also popped was regarding love that I want to share with you guys. You guys know how I love this stuff about heaven. So, um, so John Burke wrote this book. It's called, um, it's called imagine heaven. And it's, he read a book on Moody, Dr. Moody, which he's a, you know, he's researched a lot of, uh, in, what's it called? NDE, near death experiences. And he did like a lot of research for like five years from this university. And he, he researched a thousand people that had these NED experiences. And, and so what Burke did was kind of wrote, you know, took that information and then kind of used scriptures towards it, which was really neat. So he compiled the commonalities of these people. And it was interesting to learn that like 13 million Americans have had NEDs. So, and it's also just not Americans. It's like all over the world. It's, you know, it's Middle Eastern folks and they're all seeing Jesus and they're seeing this man of light when they go to heaven. So it's like, wow, it's amazing. So anyways, so, so these people, what happens, they clinically medically die and they, it seems like instantly they're in heaven. 
and it's just amazing. But anyways, so what was so interesting to me was that the people said they've never felt so any, they, they said, I've never felt more alive. And I just really ministered to me. They said they, they experienced no pain and they experienced this peace and love they've never felt ever here on earth. Like just when you, when you're translated over there, that's what you feel. And they said they all felt so good. And also another thing that I thought was kind of neat was, you know how we have five senses down here? They felt over 50 senses up there. Like they could just feel, you know, the smells and, and just hearing everything. And I thought, wow, that was amazing. And also the dimensions, they said like the dimensions are different up there. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, also, um, they all felt like it was more real there than it is here on earth. And they all felt like they were home. And I thought that was amazing. They also all had a welcoming committee, which was like family, friends. And what was interesting, it was also people that they had impacted spiritually. So this one guy went up there and he remembered like his two prayer partners came and greeted him. And so I thought that was super interesting. Also a life review. They said Jesus gave them a life review, but they said they felt no condemnation. It wasn't judgmental. It was the good and the bad, but, and it was, it was like, Jesus would point out, oh, look, look at the good you did there, kind of things like that. And there was this guy that he went up there, he was a professor, he was very accomplished, had many awards. But what Jesus liked about that, about his life was, He's like, I liked when you helped your sister that was crying in her room that day. And the, and the professor's like, really? Like, you don't even care about my, you know, all my accolades and my accomplishments. But Jesus cared when you were loving people. So that was just really resonated with me. Also, um, all of them came back and they said, when you get up there, pure love. They said, God is love. Jesus is love. And they said that Jesus would radiate love. He would radiate light. And so that's what got me in the love thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm hearing love over here in order you know, to walk in joy. And then I'm hearing like all God cares about is love. And they all said, they came back. They said it was all about loving God and loving others. So I was like, wow. So I thought that was neat because you know, you know, the gospel is, is pretty, is pretty, um, what's it called? Like simple. If we just follow these two things, love God and love others, instead of like complicating it and you have to do this, 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 this. So that really helped me just to keep it simple. So I wanted to turn to Matthew 22, 37 through 40. So if you guys want to turn there, I mean, it talks about the two commandments that Jesus cares about. I mean, he cares about everything, but I love these two commandments. You guys want to turn there. And that's, that's really what it's all about, guys. Okay. I'll, I'll start reading that way. You guys can catch up. So 23, 37 through 40, okay. So Jesus said to him, 
you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang the law and the prophets. So Jesus came, he didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. So it's all good, the whole gospel, the full gospel. But that's, that's it, guys. Those two things, if we can just get those two things, that's where it's at. Also, I wanted to share John 13. I'll read it. John 13, 34 through 35. It says, a new commandment I give to you. Love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And that's what it's about. It's about we're becoming disciples and we're making disciples. So the key is to walk in love. I also wanted to share a little bit about the nature of God. If you guys can turn to Exodus 34, 6 through 7. Exodus on my Bible. Well, I had it. I'll read it from Christian. He sent it to me. Let's see. He sent it to me. Here it goes. Okay. And it said, The Lord, the Lord God, He is merciful and gracious, long suffering and abounding in goodness and truth keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity, transgressions, and sins. So he's, if you know his nature, you're going to fall in love, more in love with him. You're going to love him. You're going to want to be with him. It's not, he's like, he's not this scary God, you know, that people, you know, think he is or, or he, they think he's mean. He is merciful. He's good. Yes, he's a judge, but he's a good judge. You know, he's just, he's fair. It's a lot of people, you know, like, let's say in the natural, if you had a judge and this man murdered a hundred people, a good judge would, you know, put him in prison to protect the people, the innocent. If he let them out, he wouldn't be a good judge. So God is a good, merciful judge. And he is here to protect us, his children, protect the good. So, um... I love where it says it is impossible for him to be evil. So always think that everything good is from him. Everything good is from God. So never, ever, because there's a lot of doctrines and theologies that say, oh, you know, God did this and this and this, but his nature is to be good. I want to read 1 John 4, 4. I'll go ahead and read it. It says, beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God for God is love. By this, the love of God was manifested in us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, I can't say that word, for our sins. Beloved, if God so love us, we also love one another. No one has seen God at any time. 
if we love one another. God abides in us and has given us his spirit. We have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Again, just again, he, you know, God abides in us. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the fruits of the Spirit. You know, we have to yield to love. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Also, I wanted to share. Can I, can I chime in real quick? Yes, sir. Okay. So when you're reading the first John chapter four, verse nine, yes. in this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to breathe the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also to love one another. But what it says propitiation means in the Hebrew is halamos. It means to be merciful. Mm, that's good. And it, and it says the word describes Christ through his sacrificial death as, a, as appeasing the wrath of God on the account of sin. It also pictures his death as an expiatory providing a covering for sin. By means of the atoning of death of Christ, God can be merciful to the sinner who believes in him and reconciliation is effective. That's all I have. Wow, that's good. I kind of added that word because it's very important. Yeah, because that's a very important word. That's probably the most important word. Also, I wanted to read 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. It's in the Amplified Version, so I'll go ahead and read it. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all the faith so that I can remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my, my body to be burned, but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Again, like that professor, he had all these accolades, he had all these achievements, but he said he was selfish, he was mean, and you know he didn't like anybody. So he, in his life review, you know there was just a few little things that, you know, that Jesus pointed out, and I was like, wow. I'll keep going okay. with the scripture. I got one one question. So we're, we're trying to follow along. So if you could just like just slow a little bit so we can to catch up. So was it 1 Corinthians what? 13, 1 through 13. Okay, 1 through 13. Okay. Okay, 1 through 13. <laughs> We're trying to keep up. I'm just I'm just making sure that we can all get there. Um, so 1 Corinthians chapter 13? Yep. Verse what? So I'm going to write it down. 1. Okay. Through 13. Yeah, I'm writing it in the in the group. Oh, cool. Ephesians thank you. chapter 13, verse 1. Okay. Okay, thank you. Got it? Okay. All right, so I'm going to continue on the fourth, fourth verse. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked 
does not take into account a wrong endured. Does, it does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never fails. And I guess I'll keep going. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childless things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known. And now there remain faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So again, you know, the greatest of them all is love. And so again, just to reiterate, love is the most important fruit of the spirit. Of it, it's a foundation, it's the basis. You can't walk in the other fruits if you don't walk and yield to love. Love is an action. You have to act upon it. And love looks like something, right? And if people have said, like, love's a decision, it's a choice. And we do it even though we don't feel like it, you know? We do it by faith. We, and again, you know, you're not a doormat. You can stand up to things in love. For example, if you have you know, a dominant partner. You can stand up to them and love. You know, you're not a doormat. And that's a lot of people say, oh, well, I walk in love, I'm gonna be this doormat. No, you're not. You're gonna walk in the power. You're gonna have access to the fruits of the spirit. You're gonna be able to walk in joy and peace because you're activating it with love. Um, wanted to share if you guys want to go to Hebrews 11 6 Hebrews 11 6 do you guys have any questions or anything to add I have one thing okay. if you don't mind. so I guess I was reading Colossians chapter three this morning, right? Spending time with the father. And um, it always catches my eye. And I know I read it. I've read Colossians chapter three probably probably a hundred times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's constantly uh, one of the scriptures I always go to because it's, um, it's dying to yourself. Completely dying to yourself. But what I loved about it, it says, if I can read, do you mind if I share? Go ahead, yes. Yeah, so it's Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering, 
bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, you also must do. But above all things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah, so I'm reading this, and first of all, the, the Lord loves me first, right? I'm his beloved, and I'm his elect. And then he tells me the attributes that I should walk in because it's his attributes. Mm-hmm. So I literally get to imitate the Lord in every situation I get to go in if I spend time with him, if I'm in that secret place loving on him and he's loving on me. Um, you will never feel God's love truly if you don't seek him with your whole heart and you're not with him alone. You'll never experience it. Um, you can experience it in different ways, but I, I just wanted to share that. I love you. I love that. No, I love, love, love. No, I want you to share. What was it? Colossians 3. I'm writing it down. 3 what? Uh, Colossians. I'll write in the chat. It's Colossians okay. chapter 3, verse 12, verse 14. No, I love, love, love that. Okay. So Hebrews eleven six. Okay. So it's, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And here I just wanted to, and I'll, I'll move forward so that then I can explain what I'm trying to say. So the next one is Galatians 5, 5 through 6. If you guys want to turn there. A lot of. Here we go. I found it. Okay. Okay. Are you guys there? Christian? Okay. For we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Christ, Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working through love. And that was my point. Like you need love to activate your faith. And I was like, wow, I never saw that before. I was like, oh my goodness. So if it's impossible to please God without faith, but then you need love to activate your faith. That's how important love is. So I wanted to share that scripture. Um, Oh, another thing I just kind of wanted to share a little bit is you have to constantly, you know, be cultivating love, you know, walking in it, yielding it into it. Again, putting effort by reading your word, by being in the secret place, by being in fellowship, by being in presence. You, I was talking to another believer and she was saying, I love being at church. I love the way I feel. But then when I leave, I'm no longer full. I feel empty and I was just trying to tell her because she's a new believer that you just have to feed on that word constantly like a couple times a day or even more just to stay full just to stay you know satisfied and also what I wanted to say is um and another thing too is you by protecting that by protecting your peace and your joy and your love 
is also you have to be quick to forgive. You know, you can't have offense root inside you. You, you have to be quick. And it looks like this. It's like, Father, I forgive that person. You know, um, let them be blessed. I pray for them. I pray that you bless them. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be part of that. I'm not going to let that fester inside me. I'm not going to let it take root. And it's freedom for you. And they might not know, you know, that you forgave them. They don't have to know, but it sets you free. And that's why you have to like protect that, that peace and joy. And also with the news, like you can't be feeding yourself with all this negative stuff because it, it's just gonna, it's gonna get toxic. It's gonna root inside you because you're hearing that and it's getting inside you and you can lose your peace. You can lose your joy, you know, for, for a little bit. You can because maybe you gave, you, you gave, you know, you gave room for offense, you gave room for unforgiveness, or you start listening to the news. So it's just very vital to just keep cultivating that and nourishing that and just getting nourishment from the word. Um, and again, it looks like, and even if you did something wrong, maybe if you missed it, then you say, God, forgive me and repent quickly and move on. Don't fester, don't kick yourself for like three weeks. Oh, you know, I yelled and so, so I yelled. No, just be quick to forgive, move on. And just, I love that. I've been doing that and it's helped me so much. Like, you know, when people have been ugly to me, I'm just like, nope, I'm not gonna walk in offense. I'm gonna forgive them. And, Cause I don't want that. I don't want that de the depression. I don't want all that. So I'm just quick. Um, I wanted to share Mark 11, 25, 26. If you guys wanna turn there. I might have to shorten it because of time, but it's all good. I'll try to skip over to joy. I might have to skip over to joy, but Mark 11, 25. Are you guys there? Mark 11, 25. Yeah, we're getting there just like one minute. I know, I, had it, I have it all tabbed up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quick. I'm there. Okay, cool. All right. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your trespasses. So again, it's talking about forgiveness. Be quick to do it. Quick, quick, quick. Even though they don't know, they'll never know. They're, they're in another country. You do it so that you can stay. You know, you don't want that taking root, that offense and that unforgiveness. Um, one more. James 3.16 through 18. Are you guys there? Christian, are you there? Just give us, yeah, we're, yeah. James, James chapter 3, you said? 16 yep. through 
or where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Again, you know, you just have to be, this is just saying how um, there's confusion if you let the devil in. There's uncertainty, you know, if you're not certain about something, that's the devil. So you have to make sure to just not let the devil in through, through your mind or, you know, you, you know, you know how that works. It's just be quick to forgive, be quick to not take offense. Um, <clears throat> I did want to talk a little bit about joy. Um, well, let's see, I have a lot of scriptures, guys, so might well, not just get go, to joy. Just go, just go for it. Just kind of combine it if you can. If you can. Okay. Should I just read some? You guys listen so I can run through them. They're not too many. Yeah, just give us some, like, give us some so we can look up and then just say, hey, okay. I'm going to read these guys to you. you know? Okay, so I'm going to give you John 14, 21, if you want to write it down. And then I can read them because I have quite a few. Um, the one who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and reveal myself to him. So I just love that. Like he reveals himself to us. We will know his heart, you know. The way we know his heart again is by the word, by the presence, by fellowship, by secret place, by worshiping. And I just love that. Like, oh, I love that scripture. And, and you guys could write this one down, but I'm just going to go ahead and read it for time's sake. Proverbs 8.17. Proverbs 8.17. I love those who love me and those who seek me early shall find me. Again, it's saying, I love those who love me. It's, it's, it's love guys. <clears throat> John fifteen ten. you guys want to write it down? To keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. So again, that's the word, you know, keep it in front of you, keep it in your, you know, on your phone, listening to it, hearing it over and over and over and just meditating on that word. Cause that, that's, what's going to make you a success. You know, it's, you have to guard what you hear, what you see, cause it, it affects your emotions. Um, I wanted to, oh yes. First John 5, 3, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. I really love that because, you know, the word also says that his yoke is light. He says, he says that we can find rest in him. He also says, be still and know that I am God. We complicate things, you know, we can make our own dramas, our own problems. But he, like you find rest in him, you find peace in him, you find joy in him. 
you just have to like shut the world down and be still. That's why you have to get in that secret place and just shut the whole world down and hear his, you know, small, his, his small voice sometimes, or he will talk to you through peace. You'd be led by peace. If something's not vibing, then, you know, step back, always be led by peace. Um, I wanted, do you guys have any questions? Could I want, I wanted to share a little bit on joy, the scriptures I found on joy. I think you explained that very well. Um, just for, for me, um, I will never experience the presence of God if I'm not with him, but also that, you know, his, his burden is easy. His yoke is light. And the thing is, when do we actually go into that eternal rest with him? Not only is that something that he gives us, but that's also in the covenant that we have with him. That he can father us and that he's there to comfort us and he counsels us through his spirit, the Holy Spirit. And um, I thought um, I would share this verse because it really spoke to me. It's Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. It says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So it's like, if you're not in God's presence, you will never experience the fullness of joy. Wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So if you're lacking joy, you're lacking presence. Pretty, pretty cut and dry. Wow. That's so good. Okay. I'm going to move to joy. If you guys want to turn to Nehemiah 8.10. Let me know if I'm making too much noise. Okay, and Nehemiah continued, go and celebrate with the feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So that to me, I started confessing that when when I heard that, so I've been saying that kind of when that sadness tried to creep, creep, creep in, I'm like, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I just bless everybody that if I'm sad for them, I just bless them. And then I just pray for them. And I keep saying the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And there's another scripture also. That says, what oh, verse is that again? It's Nehemiah, Nehemiah 810. You know, 810. Okay. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And another scripture, I didn't write it down, but it says to go out with joy, go out praising. And they keep saying like, praise, praise, and then you're going to get the joy. So just leave every, every environment with joy, you know, and I've been doing that and, and it's really, really, I just want to bring joy to people. And I've, I, I smile at everybody at work. I, I greet them, I love on them, I serve them. And again, it's not works, but it's because, you know, I'm activating, I'm acting upon 
you know, when you feed yourself with a lot of word, you become transformed and you start walking in his love. You know, you, I want to walk in this, like, I want to walk in with Holy Spirit. Like I've been imagining, like when I lay hands, like Holy Spirit is laying hands, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit, but it just, I don't know. I just want to love on people. A lot of people are hurting and I just want to, just want to be a servant and a vessel. So, but again, because I'm feeding all this word, it's like, it's coming out, it's coming out, it's coming out. Because I never used to be like this. Like, I used to never, I'm just nice, but I did not help people at work. I was like, I have too much work. I am swamped. I used to call myself, I used to call myself, no joke, swampada. I'm like, oh, I'm swampada. I'm like, I ain't going to try to help anybody. Because I was so swamped and I would cry and I'd be stressed and have anxiety. And now it's like, all this stuff happens and I just have this peace. I have you know, I have peace. And I know you guys know the story how the person I used to work for, they, she used to be called, what is it called? Ice Queen and Dragon Lady. And everybody's like, how do you work for her? I'm like, oh, I love her. But again, there's no way I could have walked in this like two years ago. I would have been crying, anxiety, and stress. But Can I add something? Yes, sir. So when we, we actually can manifest God's presence everywhere we go. And so I don't know if you've ever talked to someone and you start sharing the love of God with them. And then this joy comes, right? That bubbles up inside and is overflowing out. And then the peace of God comes over them and their eyes start to water. Yes. Because you're touching their heart. So what it is, is actually you're creating an atmosphere of God's presence in that vicinity that you're with that person. Mm-hmm. So then they encounter the Lord, and that's why you want to do that so much because you feel God's presence on you as well. Mm, I love that. That makes sense. So the thing is when we when we we actually when it says, you know, have heaven come down, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as in heaven, we're actually bringing the kingdom of heaven to that person. And then we mm-hmm. we show them the kingdom and then they're either freed by it or maybe it's just not their time yet. But we really get to change the atmosphere because we get to manifest God's presence because guess what? We're walking temples of the Holy of Holies, right? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so true. And like you said, that's probably what I'm feeling too. Like you said, I'm being moved by this presence to love. So I love that. Um, let's see. So if you guys want to turn to John 16, 22. I'll go ahead and read it while you guys catch up. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. And then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of the joy. Again, no one can rob you of that joy. You need to, you know, protect it and cultivate it. But what's resonated a lot with me was Nancy Dufresne. She lost her husband um, suddenly in a plane crash. And because Holy Spirit had told her two years before, I want you to study on peace. I want you to teach on peace. She wrote a book on peace. 
So when her husband died, suddenly she knew, you know, not to go into that space, into that mental space of sorrow. And I've never had heard this. I was like, what? Like, I thought sorrow was like a good thing. Like, you know, like it's normal. But she said she didn't, she didn't go there. And she told her kids, don't go there. Her kids were really strong in the ministry and they didn't go there. So they didn't experience sorrow. And I was like, what? They did, of course, you can get sad and miss a person. That's different. But like a sorrow where, you know, where it, you're, um, what is it called? You're like paralyzed. You can't do anything. You're just like captive. And I was like, wow, that just blew my mind. I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's why when I started feeling this sadness, I knew like, wait, I'm not going to go in that mental space. Nope. I'm not going there. Get out, go into the word, go praise, you know, go praise him, go praise and worship and feed on that word. But and I also, I yeah. saw like, we're reading, we're on John chapter 16, right? Mm-hmm. And then what verse was it? It was 22. 22. Well, if you go down to 24, mm-hmm. if you want yeah, to read Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I'm jumping the gun. No, no, go ahead. Read it. You're there. Okay. Um, Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. And you know what? Like when I was, like I typed this up and I was like, what? Like full? Like that to me resonated like, okay, that's how I feel full. That's how I stay full. And um, and that's how I feel satisfied. Like Christian and I were talking, like we have these degrees now. And like, like what? Like we don't even care. You know, like, yeah, it's nice, whatever. But we don't. It's because we have the fullness now. We're satisfied. We're content you know, we're content in all things. So before we thought like, okay, we're gonna get this degree and we're just gonna be so happy and we're just gonna be all content. Mm-mm, nope. Um, and then also, if you guys wanna go to Romans fifteen thirteen, let me know when you guys get there. And I'm almost pretty much done. I just have a couple more. I wrote this one down, <clears throat> Romans fifteen thirteen. It says, now may the God of hope fill you, I'm just going to get, with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, again, he fills you. He makes you full. It just... This has transformed my life, you guys. This has changed me. Like, I don't have depression anymore. I just love Holy Spirit and his word. <clears throat> Another one I wanted to go to is John fifteen eleven, And I'm going fast. Slow down then. Just, just relax. So if people have to go, they have to go. But let it flow through you. So John 15, 11, I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. And I saw that like that word popped, I'm like complete. And over here, John 16, 24, full. And over here, Romans fills. Like, that's it, guys. Like, you got to fill, you got to fill. 
so that you can splash on people so you can have the overflow so that you can you know be full because if you're empty and you're dry you ain't you're not gonna you're not gonna want to do stuff you're just gonna be selfish self-centered you're not gonna walk want to walk in love you're not gonna want to yield to it because you're gonna be all like all about yourself and all about you know yeah it's okay to like have your life and your relationships of course but but still like you know walking in the mandate of love your neighbor love love one another love god and that's that's what life is like it's like my life i love my life now like i am free i am free and i love it and i want to serve people i you know and yeah of course you might get a little sadness but you know hey no way i'm not doing this and you stay full um there was one more um is james one two through four James one, two through four. It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Again, you're gonna go through trials, but go with joy. You're gonna go through troubles, go with praise. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna have problems, but God's gonna give you the peace in the storm. You will have peace. There's this man at church, and I always remember our pastor talked about him. He said his son tragically died in a, like a car accident. And this, this dad had peace. He had peace. Yeah, of course, you'll be sad. I'm not saying that. But you have this supernatural peace that is in you. You know, we have the fruits of the spirit. That's the righteousness. That's the gift. They're in us. We're equipped. We have to yield. We have to yield and walk in the love you know and then now we walk in the joy we walk in the peace we don't walk in our emotions we don't walk in our feelings we don't do that we walk by the spirit and not the flesh <clears throat> you want to say something yes ma'am um what happened what, what what i noticed too that now that i'm more into the word and listening to you know bible studies and and all that um, and then, you know, I sometimes talk to people and they, uh, they kind of not rub me wrong, but they kind of say things that I want to say something ugly, not ugly, like a cuss word, no, but it, like an angry response. And, and I notice that God just, he says, nope. Mm-hmm. He tugs on me and he says, don't say it, bite your tongue, uh, or just change the subject or whatever you need to do, but don't say anything negative. It's like he guards your mouth. He guards your thinking, mm-hmm. whatever you're we're supposed to hear. He's he's always on guard, but we always have to be keep feeding, feeding, feeding the word in us. That's and so, God is love. That is so good, Mom. I love, I love you sharing that. You know, that's Philippians chapter four. 
what she just said. What does it say? It says, do not be anxious mm. in anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication, giving thanks. Make your requests known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Wow. The guard. Also, can I mention something? Yes, sir. Because we're talking about love and joy here, right? Yeah. So we can love each other to a certain degree, right? So if you hurt me enough, I can turn that love away from you, right? But when God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, that heart posture will never change. And the thing is, we forget that God's agape love. Yes. And I and I ha- and I just ran into it. And then, can I read it? Yes, please. So it says, "Loved, agapo," means in Greek, agapo, unconditional love, love by choice and by an act of the will. The word denotes unconquerable benevolence and undefeatable goodwill. Agapo will never seek anything but the highest good for fellow mankind. Agapo, the verb, and agape, the noun, are the words for God's unconditional love. It does not need a chemistry, an affinity, or a feeling. Agapo is a word that is exclusively belongs to the Christian community. It is love virtually unknown to writers outside the New Testament. So when you get into this inheritance, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you get to experience this agape love that's unconditional. So we can tend not to like people. We can tend to, oh, I love my parents to a certain degree. I love my wife to a certain degree. But the Lord, his love is unconditional. Wow. I love that. I love how you said that, like we're experiencing this and you're right. Cause we have direct access through God, through Holy spirit. You know, we don't have to do all these animal sacrifices. You know, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Now we have, you know, he, he, uh, he was the bridge. He was, he connected us to him. And I just love that. Like we're experiencing things that probably people back in the day didn't experience. That's amazing. That's, that blew my mind. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I, I think my last scripture is Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. Let's see if I can find it here. Oh, yes, I like this one. Your words were found and I ate them. And your words was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord of hosts. I love that. And your word was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Why? Because they ate the food, you know. Again, feeding, 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 hearing, hearing, hearing speaking it out loud because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. 
That's how it's going to get in you. That's how you're going to have to proclaim it. You have to confess it. You have to say it. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And you're going to start walking in it. And then you're going to act upon it. You know, what does that look like? Okay, well, this man was mean to me. Okay, then I'm going to smile and say, hey, you know, you know, I'm going to walk in love. And that's, you're putting action to it. You know, when, when your boss is mean to you or is rude to you or it's unfair, you didn't get that promotion, you didn't get that raise, you still walk in love and you bless that person. You say, you, you pray for that person, you go and congratulate them. You, you're not going to let that bitterness, that, you know, that unforgiveness get in there because you're going to protect the love, the joy, the peace, so that you can walk in that, so that, you know, so the Holy Spirit can use you. So you can lay hands on sick and they shall recover. Like Christian said, you have to be connected. You have to be connected to the vine. You have to be in the presence to overflow. And uh, I've, I've, I've learned a lot from Christian with the presence because he walks. I mean, he, God's really called him. He's anointed and uh, like he prays for me and Holy Spirit heals me. And it's not him. It's in Jesus name. Father does it through the power of the Holy Spirit. But I think you have to be sensitive to that. And I'm, I'm learning that from him. Uh, just that's what keeps him sensitive. And he's able to hear the words of knowledge and he's able to act upon them. And that's, you know, I mean, I want to be used in that way in any way God wants to use me, you know, but, but again, just being in the presence, being in the secret place is you just, you just, walking in the spirit and not in the flesh you're becoming you know you're walking in a spiritual realm you have spiritual eyes you have discernment it's just a different world guys and i love it i'm just loving it that's all i have yeah that's all i have um so i want to talk about that because we are all called for purpose Mm -hmm. once we enter his kingdom there's purpose for our lives and we're all anointed because it's Christ within us, right? The hope of glory that we can do all things through Christ. And that doesn't say Jesus says through Christ, because that means we're anointed through his spirit, but we can, but we declare it in Jesus's name because there's power in his name. But I'm going to, I'm going to be real transparent with you guys. I, I woke up in the morning early, like 5:45, to spend time with the Lord. Right, didn't get there to about six twenty, six thirty. I was fighting it. I was fighting it. It was hard, and I didn't feel anything, and I didn't, I didn't feel his presence like I usually do. But guess what, though, I know that he longs to see me. He longs to be with me, and when I had that dream of Jesus, he radiated love. And he was so excited just for me. And he's like that for each and every one of you. And I know that, because I know who he is. Because I've, I've actually encountered him, I witnessed him, but I also have relationship with him. And I want to make sure that you guys know that you're just as special as I or anybody, Benny Hinn, Bill Johnson, Kenneth Copeland, you're all washed by his blood and you're redeemed by his blood and you're joint heirs with him, with his kingdom and the father. So I want to just share that with you, with you guys because you know what? I don't seek impartation, I seek intimacy. Lord, that you're moving. Thank you, Jesus, for the finished work of the cross. 
Thank you, Jesus, that by your stripes, he's healed. Neck pain, get out right now in Jesus' name. All stiffness, get out. Spirit of infirmity, leave in Jesus' name. Spirit of affliction, get out in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, touch 100% healing because Jesus, you paid 100% on that cross. Thank you for taking all sin and iniquity, all transgressions and disease and sickness on your body so that we could become the righteousness of God. Neck, be healed and whole, full mobility, no more pain. Muscles, be loosened. Ligaments, tendons, be healed and whole in Jesus' name. That he can move it up and down right now. That warmth would be on his neck right now. Holy Spirit, flow through my grandma. That you're omnipresent. Touch in Jesus' name. Touch. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank Let me check. He's going to get up. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt right now, Christian. The pain went away. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, thank, thank you, Father. Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank, thank you. You know what's crazy? I was praying, and the back of my neck was getting hot. Where <laughs> wow. I was feeling it, and it was like intensifying. Wow. Maybe the second time, it started getting hot, and then like I have a fan on top of me. So how would my neck get hot? That's awesome. That's so good. Amen. Amen. That's good. Anybody dealing with... I'm getting shin? Did someone bump their shin? No. Not me. No. I... I... That's funny. I, I guess I did. I have like a scratch or something on it. And it was hurting a little bit earlier, but it's nothing wow. big. But that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a bruise? Yeah, like a scratch or something. Yeah. Okay, um, let me just put your hand on it real quick. Is it your right leg? Uh, my left. Okay, your left. Cool. All right, just put your hand on your left leg. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your word of knowledge that you've given me, Lord. That your word is alive, powerful, sharp, and active. That, Lord God, you care about the littlest detail because you love us. You want us to be whole that you paid 100% on that cross, Jesus. I command that pain and swelling to get out in Jesus' name, that bruising would cease, that there wouldn't be a scar on her leg, Lord, and that you would, she would just feel the warmth of the Holy Spirit flow through her right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, you have full dominion. Touch in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, that all of it would subside and give her no problems tonight, Lord God, and be fully healed. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the going on in praise. Amen. Amen. I also wanted to ask for prayer for my friend's mom. She's in, she's in the hospital and she's not doing well at all. And um, Ashley told me that they said that you know her next step is hospice and that she's probably heading that way. And so I just want to ask for prayer for her. Yeah, I, I will. Um, is there any way you can set that up? I want to. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's do that sooner than later. Because I mean, if she's on that, I would I would love to just. Yes. Yeah. Even not even healing, it's salvation. Yes. You know? Exactly. So that's always number one priority for mm -hmm. all of us. Mm -hmm. Where are you going? And mm -hmm. then second is healing. 
and it's internal and also physical. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely pray for mom. Do you want to want to do that? Sure. Okay. Cool. Cool. Anybody else need prayer? No. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. We lift up. Is it Calendaria? Yeah. Maria, Father, we thank you, Father, that she has an encounter with you, Father, that she has an experience with you, Father, that she feels your love, Father, that you touch her, Father, that Holy Spirit, you're healing her, Father, in the name of Jesus. You you raise Lazarus from the dead, Father. You are a miracle worker, Father. Your word says those who believe, you know, signs and wonders follow those who believe, Father. And we just stand for her. We lift her up to the throne room, Father. We plead the blood of Jesus on her father we thank you holy spirits on her father that she feels the fire father we command the cancer to go right now in the name of jesus we command it to leave right now in the name of jesus full restoration father the cells are becoming alive father in the name of jesus you're healing her father miraculously father your word says that we walk by faith and not by sight father we ask for this father we command it right now in the name of Jesus that she shall live and not die father we thank you father that you're giving her you know the doctor's wisdom the nurse's wisdom father we just we 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 bind and and uh we cancel the devil's assignment right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Just, just pour your spirit on her right now in the name of Jesus, Father. She is your daughter, Father. You just show her your love right now in the name of Jesus and your family. The name of Jesus. I thank you. They're open for a Christian to be praying and that Stephanie has favor with the family and that Christian has the favor with the family, Father. And I thank you, Father, that she is you know, if she hasn't accepted you, she's going to accept you as Lord and Savior, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Awesome. That is great.